All right. Uh, hi, I am Chandler. Hi, this is Tia. Um, and I keep reading Orca as Okra. <laughs> and I strongly identify with Spurt. <laughs> and we'll talk about why later. And welcome to our tiny shed where we host a book club for people who don't actually want to go to a book club. Which is us. Which yeah, which is us. Which is why we are here in, uh, well, currently sunny Portland. Uh, not always sunny. Most no. of the time, actually not. In fact, Monday, snowy Portland. <laughs> uh, in my backyard, in my tiny shed, because it's the only place we have to record. And we're millennials, so deal with it. Deal with our <laughs> tiny shed. It's the only thing we can afford. Is <laughs> this very small shed in a backyard. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, do we want to talk about our book? Yeah. Chosen? Yeah. And let's talk about why we're, why we have met in this beautiful tiny shed. Yeah. So, oh God, <laughs> how far back are we going? <laughs> like when I the, met you? The way back. The way, no. <laughs> so we both love books and we found that every time we try to go to a real book club and, you know, no tea, no shade, but we're always the youngest in the book club by like 60 years. <laughs> so we decided to start a book club where we can just chat about whatever books we want. There's no theme. It's just vibes, just what we want to follow our hearts and read. And Chandler, you chose you chose the inaugural Tiny Shed Book Club book. Oh, yes, I did. Um, we have The Shadow of the Gods by John Gwynn. And uh <sighs> I don't know that it was a perfect pick for our first go at a book club book because, man, it's there is a lot going on. There's so much going on. And um, I'm having a hard time keeping track of it as a I would consider myself a novice book reader. Like mm. I, I haven't read my whole life. Uh, I mean, I have. OK, let's back up. I've read books. OK, I, I'm a millennial. I've read Harry Potter. I read books in high school. We all read The Alchemist and whatever else. But she is literate. <laughs> 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 yes. Um, but I, after Harry Potter, it was like, well, there's nothing that can beat this. So why try? Mm, so yeah. I really just haven't read a lot of books. And I really didn't start for maybe the last one to two years. I've picked books back up again. Mm. And I just feel uh, like a baby. Like I, like, like a I, little book baby. Exactly. Like I don't, I, I'm not to your level. <laughs> so tell us, how much have you read? Um, I would consider myself a book addict um i would say i could stop whenever i want but i can't so i won't say that <laughs> um but yeah i have read a lot all throughout my life i think it was definitely a big like coping mechanism for me was like just to read and read and read and read um and then i went to college and grad school and that uh just generally beat all the joy out of me so i stopped reading <laughs> through those oh no <laughs> I think also just because like grad school is so intense, like you can't like you're reading so much for school. Yeah. And then I just stopped reading and then recently picked reading back up again in the intensity. Um, probably just sheer out of like competition with my sister who was like out reading me. And I was like, crack the knuckles. Like, let's go. <laughs> Sibling rivalry at its finest. Oh, yeah. For us two nerds, our sibling rivalry is like, who <laughs> read more books this month? <laughs> How many books <clears throat> would you say you've read in your lifetime? Oh, jeez. Oh, God. I would say at like thousand, like over a thousand. You're making me sweat. Like, that's a lot of words. Because, so all the books in my, like, office, those are, I'd say, like, 80% of them I've read. And then there's, like, a small percentage. But it's now, like, starting to get onto the floor. Mm -hmm. And then not, in count like, counting all the books that I've read from the library that I don't have hard copies of. My God. Yeah. So I think... I think it's high. That's a lot. Um, if I had to guess my book count for like my entire life, probably less than 50. <laughs> and what? This, and this is why I feel like a book baby. A compared, book baby. <laughs> compared to you. I'm like, 
I feel like I'm going to be the person where, like, something really obvious is happening and I won't pick it up. Like, a character's <laughs> going to, like, wink at someone and I'll be like, oh, my God, they're totally going to fall in love and you're just going to, like, slam me down like, no, Chandler, did you not read the previous <laughs> chapter where they explicitly said they hate each other? Or I'm going to miss some something weird and obvious. And so. That's so... That's so funny because, like, I think one of my greatest book runs of all time was started by you. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty proud of that. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. And I think that, which I think most people would say that, like, at least people who, like, vibe with us would be like, oh, yes, of Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Mass led to <laughs> everything. Everything. Yes. I'm very proud of introducing you to that book. But so let's start with the fact that like I read that book was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I think Tia's going to like this. So I recommended it to you and you like surpassed me within, I don't know, a few weeks. Like you were on book three and I was like paragraph one of book two being like, I'll catch up. (laughs) (laughs) That book, I don't know if I've been that addicted to a book since like Harry Potter and Twilight. (laughs) Yeah, that book is uh, top tier. And I think at some point we want to talk about it, right? The, oh, yeah. The series on here. But um, I think that'll be a very special one that we'll have to plan for differently. Absolutely. That'll be our special bond, our bond book. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Maybe like a one year. What? I'm what? getting way ahead of what? myself. <laughs> way ahead of myself. <laughs> Which is why, like, thinking about how that's the book that really got us going, comparing that book to The Shadow of the Gods, like, Corthors and Roses, easy to follow. You know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. a couple main characters, things going on here and there, and, you know, there's, like, some crazy background storyline, and then Shadow of the Gods is... At, the, at right now seems like three storylines having to keep track of and these like all these characters everywhere and I'm just like a little overwhelmed I don't know about you I would totally agree so like let's let's just dive right in let's right. flip these pages open and get going so we're the shadow of the gods by John Gwynn chapters 1 through 13 um yeah absolutely my literal f- my note is, am I supposed to just know who all of these people and places and things are? Like, so this, I would say, is like, like after the first two pages, I was like, oh, this is high fantasy. Like we are, mm-hmm. this is a classic, I would say, like type for high fantasy. There's so many people's names. There's so many places and you are just thrown in. And they were like, be on board, get ready. <laughs> It's what I imagine Game of Thrones is like, the book series. And I never read it, so I have no yes. idea. <laughs> yeah, so like I, I would say I'm more accustomed to, at this point in my reading life, uh, low fantasy. I don't know, like not, <laughs> not this, to this extent of intensity. Um, so that definitely threw me for a loop. And I don't even think we talked about why this book was chosen. Oh, we didn't. Or, okay, so... Um, we live in Portland, and if you know anything about Portland and you're into books, you know what Powell's is. Powell's mm-hmm. is this, like, amazing, magical land of books. Um, it's so beautiful. Is it three stories? Three I stories? Yes, it's three, three stories, and it covers an entire city block. And it's full of books. Um, so if you've never been, highly recommend. But anyways, I like to get lost in there every once in a while. And I'm always in the like sci-fi and fantasy section, mm-hmm. like looking mm-hmm. for my next read. And so I always read the little staff picks. And I saw this book, it had a dragon on the cover. So that's um, check mark number one for me. And check mark number <laughs> two was um, the staff pick was like, this is amazing, like had some like, uh, great female leads and whatever else. And I'm like, yeah, female leads. So I was like, I'm sold. Let's do it. And uh, I think I'm a little bit in over my head, but <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. it's So we've got three main characters that we're following. We've got, as I keep reading, Okra. <laughs> it, it's not. It's Orca, which is equally as funny. Um, and then uh, we've got we've got Varg. <laughs> Good old Varg. Kit Varg. <laughs> I really can't get over that name. And then the third character is Elvar. And that's the only name that of the three that I'm like, this is not normal, but not like making my brain jump through hoops every time I say it. 
Yes. Or think it, I guess. Yeah. Um, I agree. And I'm always scared with names and books that the way I'm reading it in my head doesn't actually match the way that they're supposed to be read. Um, mm-hmm. Like, reading... I'm going to always go back to Harry Potter, but reading the books, in my mind, it was always Hermione. Uh-huh. Or her. her Hormone or whatever. Uh-huh. And then watching the movie, I was like, oh God, I've been wrong for so long. Yep. I distinctly remember getting made fun of on the playground for saying that Hermione was my favorite <laughs> character. And then I remember this girl looked at me and she's like, it's Hermione. <laughs> and you're like, shut up. <laughs> Leave me alone. But yeah. So also uh, <laughs> the names of these people are killing me. Mm-hmm. I, like mm-hmm. I had to like stop laughing to to focus because the names are ridiculous. I mean, Orca, Thorkel, Brecca. Every time Orca and Thorkel show up somewhere, I just read um, like Orc Orkel, Orkel. Like I combine them. I'm like, this isn't right. <laughs> Orkel. Um, but yeah, this is definitely super. Yeah, super high fantasy, and. But yeah, so we kind of just get thrown into this world that feels very like, um, like we're looking at Finland, Norway, like that's the vibe that I'm getting is like, this is the fantasy version of those places. And you just kind of get tossed in with these characters and you get tossed into this world and there's really not a lot of explanation Mm -hmm. that there's apparently these like old gods that they battled with and like the humans beat them but then there's like god bloodlines in people like so you like the berserkers are like the bloodline of that god berzer yeah berzer mm-hmm. um and then there's like other ones um and i i feel like it's going to continue to get like he's going to explain more but yeah it's definitely was really off-putting at first to just be like tossed in and be like i i'm not prepared for like all of this to happen. <laughs> it was, it's a lot. Like you get little snippets here and there of like Orca telling a story to Brecca or something like that about <laughs> Snacka. Um, <Yes>. the surf- <laughs> to, <laughs> to go with even more ridiculous names that all have like the K or C sound in them. Like mm-hmm. how many cuz are we going to have here? Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was very jarring. And mm-hmm. uh, a lot of their dialogue at, at, the, at the beginning was just kind of like very like, curt and to the point mm-hmm. and i was like ah, i don't know about this like it didn't feel like i could really like grasp any of the characters but i think as the chapters go go on you can you get to hear a little bit more of their like inner thoughts um mm-hmm. and you see a little bit more of their traits come out which is really nice yeah absolutely that i feel like by the time i finished our first like chapter set I was able to read a little faster and I was like, okay, I'm starting to like be able to separate these characters as different people. Um, Cause I think that's one of the things like with books that have multiple like narrators is that they each have to have a distinctive voice. Like there has to be a reason like why you have that many narrators and they have to sound different from each other. Mm-hmm. Cause if you're reading like Orca, God, if you're reading Orca and then you switch over to Varg, like they need to sound different because they're like two different people. And yeah. at first I wasn't finding, like I wasn't getting that because mm-hmm. I, yeah, I wasn't like seeing them as different people yet. But as you keep going, you're right. Like he gave a lot more like inner voice and started to describe them more. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like it started to pick up and I was starting to get more interested because like the first couple chapters i was like oh boy i know that's that's how i felt too i was like i I picked wrong i picked wrong (laughs) i have chosen poorly (laughs) um do we want to just talk about orca then and kind of her storyline yeah first okay yeah let's go with okra okay took me a full second to be like wait a minute a phobie because my brain was also like yes okra okra that is how i too read that name um so it seems like now now i'm think double guessing myself when i'm like about to say her name orca um has some like really intense things in her past like they keep kind of bringing up mm-hmm. like her um seeing blood and battle and screams and uh her kind of like going in and out of 
what I kind of just assume are like PTSD symptoms. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, like from being in a flashback to like coming back to reality. Mm-hmm. Um, like whenever she's like mad, uh, that's like one of the first things I like picked up on her is like she's got some like weird PTSD from some battle that or battles um, yeah. from her past, which I'm like super interested to hear more about. Absolutely. That's so funny that you because like when I was looking at Orca, I was I thought that they were like visions of the future. And that's so funny because like the second you started saying like, oh, yeah, it's like PTSD past battle. I was like, oh, my. Yes. Because I was like, is she like have some of this God bloodline, but she's like hiding it. But no, I think it's way more like I like that, that it's an examination of like a past battle and she's like remembering and like the trauma from that. Cause like she, you're right. She is like a very like trauma responding character. Mm-hmm. Like she's super protective and really intense and like, like doesn't want Brecca, her son mm-hmm. to get like hurt, but she comes at it more like aggressively. Whereas like her husband Thorkel is like, he's the calm, like her step. Yeah. Like the warmer of the two characters, but yeah. I mean, she, Ava, she made a comment. I don't remember what chapter this is. She was talking to Thorkel about, um, how she wished she could be as strong as he was. And he was like, mm-hmm. Oh no, you totally are. And she's like, no, I mean like in my head, like she like made mm-hmm. this, uh, comparison to like how he, I think is just kind of like a stable person and like kind of more happy-go-lucky and she kind of struggles with something mentally um and being being all there all the time when she kind of goes into her um uh flashbacks or visions or whatever they are but i think you have a really good point because every time one of those gets brought up there's always something weird happening with her veins like like the description (laughs) is like cold rushing through her veins or like (laughs) Uh, her veins were tingling and uh, she had to suppress it with sheer will or something like that. And I was like, do we have magic here? Like, are we a magical person? (laughs) Also, side note, how, like, in books they always talk, these people be out here feeling the shit out of their veins. (laughs) I have never in my life been like, I... I sense this much happening like, in my veins. Like my veins are tingling. No, my veins yeah. have never tingled. My, I've never had tingly veins. <laughs> yeah. The descriptions are always interesting in books. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's my, I don't have tingly veins because I'm not magic. <laughs> that would explain a lot, actually. There we go. <laughs> if I was magic, I would have tingly, tingly veins. veins. <laughs> Alas, we are just mere mortals. <laughs> Me, mere ladies. Um, I also love the relationship between Orca and Thorkel. I think it's fantastic. It's amazing. And it's really nice to have characters who you can tell have been together for a while, like still mm-hmm. enjoying each other and like having a romance and um, be like cutesy and talk about each other in really sweet ways. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed that too. And I like the kind of like break with like gender stereotypes that like orca is the more like reserved like quote-unquote cooler character and she's the woman whereas like thorkel is the one who's like gives into brecca a lot Mm. and is like jokey and like like calm and nurturing in a sense and like that he's the male and especially in like a viking based book and in case we haven't mentioned it's a viking based book (laughs) um that it was i liked that yeah no i i didn't even i didn't even think about that but that's exactly what it is is just breaking like a gender norm and Mm -hmm. yeah i noticed that john gwynn okay i do have to say i do have a little bit of a problem with john gwynn's like let's give a hot take uh, so he so um I have a part where he's like, um, what is, so it's on page 19 and he's like, what is so important? You need a love potion, want to hump some fine looking thrall on your farm. Um, and I don't know what it is. Like when you read women who write high fantasy, they don't do that shit. Mm -hmm. They don't casually just remark on like, you know, though it's like sex in that way or like, um, uh, like it just it's like really casual yeah and like like essay 
like referring to essay like that, like men seem to think in high fantasy that that like throws you back in time mm. where like men were just so like, like just essaying people all over the like, place. And it drives me nuts. I'm like, it adds nothing to the story. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take me back in time. Yeah. It just is like, hey, here's a reminder of like millennia mm-hmm. of like women being less. I'm like, You're, it doesn't give me it's not giving what you think it's giving. Right. And it just, so he does it a lot in here where he's like trying to show like it's old timey because men <laughs> suck and I hate it. But I do have to say that beyond that, he does do a good job of like breaking gender and that there's a lot of like women who are really strong or like women who are fighters mm-hmm. or the leaders of groups or like ones who are like kicking ass and killing things. Like he's really showing that like, beyond his like silly like essay is old timey that like women do are in fact strong and kick ass and are badasses yeah yeah and can be warriors yeah so on on that point because that made me think of um something else and we'll get there in just a second uh so kind of following along along with orca's story uh she and thorkel and brecca find the dead bodies of Mm, um mm -hmm. Is it a- Asgrim and Isdrun? Yeah, some like and yeah, just mm-hmm. a couple. Uh, and they can't find uh, the sun, and they can tell that these two people were basically murdered. Like uh-huh. it wasn't done by the the Vasins or the monsters or whatever. Yeah, those are. So they like bring the bodies back to town. I think the town is Feller, um, and I think they're doing that for for one. I think to respect. Um, what needs to be done uh, for uh-huh. the bodies, mm-hmm. like postmortem, and also uh, to try and get some help with finding out who did this to them. And mm-hmm. so at that point, we're introduced to a few characters, um, one of which is Jarl Sigrun. Oh, Jarl's, yeah, yeah, Jarl's, oh, Jarl? okay. yeah, I had to look Jarl. in the back because I was like, I couldn't figure out how to pronounce it. And there's like a glossary in the back. No, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> is there? There is at the very back pronunciation. J-Y is in yellow. So your like J-O-R-D is pronounced Yord. Where are you even looking? It's past like page 478. Past page 478. Yeah, before the, the gray. I don't have it. You don't have a... What? No. Here, check my book. Oh, my... Check my book. Unless I'm a complete... <gasps> you don't. Aha. <gasps> it's not just me. Oh, your book did you dirty. Yeah, real dirty. Oh, your book came in dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Does it... Is it in the beginning? Oh, wow. They were like... They're like, fuck you. They're like, fuck you in particular. Yeah. No glossary for it's, you. Yes. So, um, okay. It's not just me, but it's pronounced Jarl. Yeah, Jarl. Okay. Good to know. Because the whole time I'm like, Jarl. Jarl. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, a Jarl, I'm assuming, is kind of like a lord or a lady? Yeah. So, in the, in oh. the glossary, it says... I seriously have been flipping back and forth to this thing like a bunch. I will send you pictures. You're gonna send of me it. a screenshot uh-huh. of that. Yeah. Perfect. Um, Jarl, a lord or earl. I win. You you nailed it. I inferred it through you, my reading. I read between lines, you, some might say. A text to life connection, possibly. <laughs> Very proud of that. So I think going back to your like him breaking gender norms things, um, I feel like there's a couple of Jarls that are female mm-hmm. or like, and then there's Queen Helka. Yeah. Um, so I do, I do really appreciate some of the like stronger female. I mean, even though I think, I kind of think Jarl, Jarl Sigrun is going to be maybe not our favorite character, but to have at least like a lady in power. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. I have the, per- oh, well, we'll wait for predictions at the end. Cause I was like, I got a, I got a prediction. Oh yes. Um, yeah. So, and I like how there's, so, with Orca. <laughs> I think real with hard. Orca. Um, I'm just going to type her name and, like, print it really big and we'll just post it on a wall. Yes. <laughs> just all over the shed. Just all over the tiny shed. Just yeah. Orca. So that we can never pronounce it wrong. And I will spell it like an Orca whale. So yes. we will. And pictures of little orca, whales. Orca whales. Just, yes. yeah. Wearing chain mail. <laughs> Preferably. <laughs> so we, Fantastic. Really. <laughs> but I love 
so there's like the subplot with Orca with like the missing children, like with um, the two, the couple that they found dead and their missing son. There's apparently like a bunch of missing kids. Right. Um, that Jarl Sigram is like just not looking into. Mm-hmm. Apparently she's just like, I hate kids. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bitch, Jarl Sigram. Um, and then I love... Like out of nowhere, we learn that there are two. There's a Vasrin or a, a Vasrin, the little monsters. There's oh, yeah. a little mm-hmm. monster Vasrin that is in service of Orca and Thorkel. It like lives mm-hmm. in their river mm-hmm. and like makes people like not be able to attack their homestead. And then Brekka finds another little monster, and I think that was the part where I was like, okay, I think I might be in like, love with this book. Like I might be on board for this. Yeah, and I don't know, but like. The image I had in my mind was like of a bow truckle from like Harry Potter, like a little stick insect kind of thing, like a little stick fairy. I thought it was like a bat. Oh, Uh, see, that's so funny. Like how each person like can see different things in their mind. I thought I literally read bat somewhere. Maybe she, maybe John Gwynn gave a description and I went, nah, bro. You're like, not for me. (laughs) I hate stick wrong. Stick bug or whatever. A stick fairy. Stick Stick bug. (laughs) But I... I I was enjoying those characters. Yes. I um so I identify with Spurt um because Spurt apparently sleeps a lot and then is always hungry and then always complains about it and like he literally can't do anything until he's been fed. <laughs> and that is that is me. I sleep and I'm like always hungry and I'm like feed me. Can't can't do anything unless fed. <laughs> I loved that character. Yes, and I hope we get to see a lot more of that character as well as I think Brecca names his new uh, little monster Vesley. Y- yeah, and she they do um, a little blood oath between the three of them as well. So now uh-huh. they're tied, which is cool. Yeah, and then our second character that's of the three is Varg. <laughs> Varg. Varg. Um. Varg, I think, is the character that I am most intrigued by and know almost nothing about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in the glossary that you have. Yes. Does it say what a thrall is? Um, I think it does. Let's see. Go to the T's. A thrall is a slave. I knew it. <laughs> Not like it was hard to burn. <laughs> I knew you were a slave. And, but I was, I guess I was curious if there was like another added tidbit to that, which is that it seems that some of the thralls um, have magical abilities or some kind of abilities. Mm-hmm. And, but I, I'm kind of guessing that not all of them do. Yeah, I think, I think so. Cause we see more magical thralls with El- Elvar is that the third woman? Yeah. Or the second woman? Elvar? Yeah. We see more magical thralls with Elvar. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, I don't think Varg has... <laughs> I don't think Varg has any powers. But, like, the only thing we found out about him is, like, he got a dead sister. <laughs> yep. He he was a thrall. Mm-hmm. And he killed... His master. His master. Yep. And that's it. Oh, yeah. and he's really good at, like, punching. Right. And he wants to find a cedar witch for something that has to do with his sister. And am I saying that right? Cedar. I think so. I was reading it as like... Seder? I was reading it as a seder, but I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the way it's pronounced. I think I'll keep saying cedar. I'll say cedar as well. <laughs> Fantastic. But yeah, he needs a cedar witch who's mm-hmm. apparently with the Bloodsworn, which I'm still not quite sure who... Because this is called the Bloodsworn Saga, and yeah. I don't quite get who they are are they like mercenaries basically yeah i think so um let i think i have it written down somewhere but i'll just i'll just do it from memory i believe they are mostly hired out by wealthy people so like jarls okay okay um, other wealthy people to do their bidding whether that's um like fighting their battles or uh like finding i think people who either have done crimes or owe them money or that that's kind of what I picked up on. But the, it, it is still a little confusing, especially because there's that. And then there's the uh, battle grim, which is with our third character, which we don't have to get to yet. But I was just like, how many groups of like warriors 
do we have? <laughs> just, yeah. I, like, the Bloodsworn seem cool. Like, they seem like an interesting group. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, Varg is, like, he's the most intriguing to me. But also, I'm like, what? Like, who are, what are we... There's almost, like, no information. He, like, shows up in a place, is like, I need a cedar witch. Then he, like, does some serious punching and bites a dude in the leg? Yeah, like a half a half troll. Like, a, yeah, a half troll man, and he bites this man in the leg. Yeah. And then gets punched in the head, wakes up, and then suddenly we're, like, training with a shield now. I know. And <laughs> uh, I, is her name pronounced Roka or Rokia? Rokia? I, I think I was saying Rokia, Rokia in my head. Like Nokia, but Rokia. <laughs> <laughs> this is She's how- indestructible. Oh my God. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're, I think you're, you're onto something. I appreciate that. Um, she seems like a badass. And, oh, hell yeah. And uh, I mean, I'm, I would like to get to know her character more, but like, just from where we're at now, I ship them. Rokia and Varg, mm. like... Yeah. And, like, t- to your point, I don't feel like I even know Varg, but I already ship them. Yeah. Like, Rokia and Varg, mm, done deal. Smooch. Put your faces I'm, together and This smooch. is the point in which I'll be totally wrong, and in the fourth <laughs> episode, or two or three episodes, <laughs> now I'm going to eat my words. <laughs> We'll just still ship them. Yeah, they'll we'll just be mortal enemies. <laughs> yeah, they're like now on a quest to murder each other. No, they'll they'll love each other. I promise. Eventually, they will kiss. <laughs> they will kiss. But yeah, I just don't quite understand. Like, I think there's a lot to unpack with him, and so I, I so we read 13 chapters. Mm-hmm. I counted up how many chapters were for each character, and so. Six of them were um, surrounding Orca and her story. So we yeah. got mostly Orca stuff. And then four of them were around Varg. Uh-huh. And then I, that leaves, yeah, the three for Elvar. So we really... and But I think I, it feels like we know Elvar more than we know yeah. um, Varg. And I, I feel like part of it is like... I also wonder if Varg has some kind of like PTSD or, or something going on too because of the way that he he talked about like his old master, like following him and he's running away. And then he gets like a flashback to like him, like killing him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that's like a traumatic thing for him or if it, that's just John Gwynn's way of like revealing the story. Yeah. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Cause yeah, we, as we've been saying, like we really don't get much of Varg. like he's so good at fighting that like, again, it's like, does he have some mad, like, is he like a secret magic character? Like we don't know yet, but yeah, I don't, there's so much. I, I think that's why I'm so excited for Varg's character is that like we, as of right now, I don't know much about him, Yeah, but I get the inkling that there's like some good shit coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as we've been mentioning, there is Elvar who is the, she's a, a woman like, viking mm-hmm. in the the battle gr- grim got the battle grim yeah battle grim and i personally found her remarkably boring until she jumped off the ship into the water um and i still don't find her that interesting the characters with elvar that i find more interesting are the berserker guy and his wife and kid absolutely absolutely i 100 percent agree with that um she and I hope I really hope she's a character that has like a nice strong story arc because she kind of comes off as like I want to be like the most baddest warrior bitch in all of Battlegrim and she's like really pining for um the approval of Agnar who I kind of is the leader guy mm-hmm. um and she she is the, the youngest warrior of Battlegrim and she's kind of got this like I don't know, this air that she's, like, going to be or wants to be the best. And, like, yeah. I don't hate it, but it's a little, um, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but. It kind of feels like special man boy syndrome, but in a woman. Like, she's beautiful, and she's from a wealthy family, and she's really good at stuff, and she's, like, gonna be the best. And it just feels very, I don't know, like you were saying, like, boring. Yeah, yeah, totally. 
And speaking of Elvar's chapters, what the fuck is with this troll biz? <laughs> the amount that John Gwynn talked about this troll's testicles. You mean the like rock hard stones that are swinging a back in a forest? Swing. Like, what the fuck, my dude? Mm-hmm. Like, really? We need that much? And then there's like a whole bit at the end where they're like, um, Oh, they, like, talk about how they, like, packed up all the stuff that's, like, really important to take. Like, and, in like, jars and such. In jars. And one of them is the testicles in a jar. A part of me is, like, feels like when, when authors do stuff like that, it's kind of, like, to be, like, a shock factor or, like, <laughs> be, like, really, like, I don't know, bold or something. And I'm just, like, I just didn't need that much testicles in my life, you know? Yeah. And I'm sitting here being, like, what, what fucking use? Our testicles. Right. Like, I'm trying to think back of, like, all my my knowledge of, like, stuff. And I'm like, the only thing I've ever heard of testicles are, like, Rocky Mountain oysters. <laughs> Other than that, what the fuck are you doing? Like, ew. Like, we did not need that much. No. And if, like, I'll let it go once. But if it happens again, I'll be like, oh, my God. He just really likes to write about testicles. Troll testicles. He likes Specifically. Big- Hard. Hard troll testicles. <laughs> Disgusting. So gross. But they go on and on and on about it. And I was like, just shut the fuck up about it. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like Elvar has the best, like, side characters. Yes. That is exactly what I was going to say. And um, Grend. Yes. I am now uh, affectionately calling him Battle Dad. Battle dad, battle dad, battle dad. Because he seems to be like this like father figure for Mm -hmm. her and is like looking out for her, you know, wants to make sure she's okay. Um, And I think one of the funnier parts is Bjor. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got a big old crush on our girl, Elvar. Yeah, he does. And Grenda's like, "Mm mm-mm, son. Get out. Yeah, yeah. That is uh, a dynamic that I'm really enjoying. Me too overprotective battle dad and um bior who for some reason they had to describe that he had big shoes did you catch that part i did not there was yeah there was a part where like they were all sleeping and um elvar woke up and she like looks across whatever and sees bior and like sees his big old shoes and like there's some joke about how everybody else makes fun of bior for having big feet and i'm just like this seems like another one of those like like sexual innuendo oh my type yeah. <laughs> and i'm just like Dude, i didn't we didn't need that like yeah that flew right over my head and i'm kind of f- glad that it passed me by <laughs> you would have been annoyed i would have been mad i would have marked it and been like <laughs> we don't need this you would have marked it with a pair because you hate pears yes i that's exactly so she's referring to i have these little tabs in the book um and the only tabs that they had at this store that i went to were fruit so bananas the banana tabs mean funny because why not pears are i hate this because i hate pears come at me if you like pears let's talk i see where you're coming from but you're wrong i mean am i (laughs) (laughs) am i (laughs) and then apples are food for thought love it and then um oranges are just because okay yeah you gotta have your reasons and then there's watermelons too but I haven't used a watermelon yet. Is that a watermelon for like something juicy? Something juicy is about to happen. It wasn't, but now it is. Glad I could help. And I also like Mr. Mr. Gwyn really loves very bloody, intense descriptions of stuff. Oh, thank you for bringing that up because I I forgot. I think I willfully forgot because I <laughs> I like would read it and be like, oh, oh. yeah, like we've got an chapter with elvar and she swung her spear the intent to hamstring elvar and then her head exploded gren's axe crunching into it the spear dropped with a clatter to the shingle gren snarled ripped his blade his blade free blood and brains spattering his face like i get that that's probably what happened Mm -hmm. but then her head exploded i know that detail is like "Mm, i didn't want to see that in 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 my mind's eye (laughs) and I i did I didn't. I didn't want it in there. And yeah, it's there. Oh, there's a lot of really gruesome scenes. Yes. Um. I think the 
when they battle the troll too uh-huh. and he's just like fucking people up left and right yeah uh, we've got um just to get back to this um page 61 we've got testicles swinging like two rocks in a sack um because yep because why not and then we've got um we've got the word pendulous <sighs> testicles that's in two pages. We have that much description of <laughs> testicles. <laughs> and I just... <sighs> yep. Don't like it. But yeah, he's got a lot... Oh, yep, the testicles in brine. Yeah. Okay. Because why not? Again. But yeah, just... I don't. I don't like it. But I get like that, you know, in that time... It, yeah, if you hit someone with an axe in the head, their head is probably going to explode. But I think I just, I just wasn't ready for it. You yeah. Know? I was like, oh, that's colorful. <laughs> just like, oh, you could say they're fighting. Yeah, <laughs> but maybe that just means I'm a, I'm a wimp. A little baby. Um, so I'm going back to Alvar's story. They're, they're, mm-hmm. um, they basically get to, it's an island, right? It, like it's called, or it's like a group of islands. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's those little islands in the map. in the north yeah iskalt which is yeah in the north off the western coast of vigrid so they are searching for Beric. yeah who we later find out is like a tainted so he's got some like blood blood some god blood some blood <laughs> he's, he's got some blood he's got some god blood in him which is mm-hmm. why they want him cuz like they can get like fetch a pretty penny i think for uh-huh. um for him Mm-hmm. And I think one of the off-putting things about when they get to the island and they're, like, announcing themselves being, like, mm-hmm. these badass warriors, and then they just, like, basically start killing people. Uh-huh. Um, there's, yeah. a, there's a Jarl there, and they just, like, obliterate him and, yeah. like, start killing other villagers. I'm like, bro, probably could have just been, like, looking for this dude, and if you don't like it, let's find a different way to settle this i don't know it was just like very like yeah blood first and i was like whoo yeah it was immediate they were like give us the berserker guy and the y'all was like i don't know who you're talking about he's like i'll kill you then and then they're like cool we're gonna kill a bunch of you yeah there was literally no discussion it was like well if you don't gonna give him up i'll just throw a spear in your face <laughs> yeah and then the only reason they found him is because like elvar like saw them like the berserker guy and his family like leaving a house like running in between the houses mm-hmm. it's like they just killed a bunch of people for no reason yeah that that rubbed me the wrong way so like i don't know how i feel about the battle grim right now um mm-hmm. is there anything else you want to touch on with their like troll battle or oh i guess that just made me think of something mm-hmm. um so barrack's wife she ends up like throwing some something like a book or something into like the fire pit where they're all battling, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, that's gonna come back later. Oh yeah, and I want to know what it is. I am really excited for her because mm-hmm. she quickly, like they quickly or John Gwynn quickly lets you know that she's a a cedar a cedar witch, mm-hmm. and because the like there's like sea monsters that try to attack the ship and the boy falls in elvar jumps in to save the boy and then the cedar witch mom sings a song to calm the sea monsters Mm -hmm. and that the battle grim have a like what they call a tainted which is like chandler said a um someone with god blood in them that they have a thrall whose like whole job is to sing while this ship sails right Oh, I do want to talk about that creepy ass thrall who like sniffs. That's like a a, a dog. That's Agnar's thrall. Yeah, Agnar's like thrall on the leash. Yeah, his like. <gasps> oh. Yeah, th- that that was weird. The like it was extremely disturbing imagery, but like I do have to hand it like it was very well described. Yeah, because that character is creepy, so creepy. I, uh, you know, I am less creepified by that character or that thrall than I am by uh, Jarl Sigrun's thrall, the one who um, we didn't we didn't get to this, but when they oh yeah, what's it called the homanga? There's like a homanga between Verk, who's the fisherman, uh-huh, and uh-huh. the asshole nephew um, of, of Jarl, because he's just like being a dick or whatever. Um, and Jarl basically 
wins and so what is the nephew's name it's like good goodvar or something yeah goodvar i think is or something similar yeah goodvar so he's supposed to submit because that was like the agreed upon terms for this Mm -hmm. um whole manga and so uh verk yeah verk is is trying to get He's kind of goading him, like, say you submit to me, uh-huh. and Goodvar is like, no, you'll, you'll always be beneath me, like, your worm's beneath my boot, or he said something like that. And that really pisses off Verk, and so he goes in for, like, a killing blow, which he's, mm-hmm. like, not supposed to do at that point, but he does. And then the Jarl, like, basically sicks her thrall on him, and she, like... I think it's a she thrall. Uh huh. Yeah. Like viciously, like tearing him apart, and like, yeah. and at the end, do you remember what chapter that was? By the way, um, I don't. I don't. Chapter twelve, I think. Let me go back because at the end of that chapter, like, I think it's maybe chapter ten, or maybe. I think not. it's twelve. Okay. Okay. So twelve. I've, I've got it. Um. Okay, I'm going to read you this little little piece here. Um, Sigrun was talking to Gudvar, and the thrall was sitting at Sigrun's feet. She was watching Orca and the others, and at the same time, she raised one of her sea axes to her mouth and licked the blood from it. And I was like, this bitch is a psychopath. Like, oh, yeah. The, she freaks me out more than um, the the scenting, the scenting uh, yeah, thrall uh-huh, that you were uh-huh. talking about. Um, yeah, I'm very interested in these thralls who seem to have abilities. Yeah, they're really interesting. But yeah, that one was insane that she just like jumped on Vark and like tore him asunder. Like just fucking was like. And the only way that they could call her off was the Jarl was like basically like chanting some weird language that I have no idea what it is. Yeah. Um, And that's how they control them because they're like collars kind of light up red. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's something going on there. Yeah, I'm not... There is the, like, implication that all of these thralls have powers except for Varg. Yeah, so I'm. that's why I'm curious. Super curious. I... But yeah, so once we hit chapter 13, I was a little more on board with the, the book. But mm-hmm. the first couple chapters, I was like, oh, dear. <laughs> what did we get ourselves into? This might be rough, <laughs> like, like quick, to read quickly. Yeah. But... Yeah, I think other than the fact that it was like, am I supposed to know who these people are? And then there's like, the names are just like, my dude, you couldn't have come up with any different (laughs) names. They're rough. They are rough. But yeah, lots of questions. Yeah, lots of questions. I think we're, it sounds like we're both really excited to hear about Varg. Mm -hmm. Um, It's still unclear what Orca's like main quest is. Like she's supposed to, like, if you read the back of the book, like one of the main characters, which is Orca, um, is a huntress on a perilous quest. And I'm like, what is this perilous quest? Like, we, I don't think we really know yet. Yeah. Um, and then Elvar, I think, just needs to have a, like, a character arc, which makes her less of a <laughs> shitty... Yes. Like, uh, it seems like she's in it for, like, the fame and whatever. Like, she wants to be, like, this warrior yeah. that's, like, well-known. And I'm like, girl... Just a noble woman pursuing battle fame. And then yeah. a thrall seeking retribution among the mercenaries known as Bloodsworn. But yeah, thrall, least interest or not thrall. Elvar, least interested in. Yep. Um Orca. Orca. <laughs> Orca. Orca. Second. Yeah. Varg. Number one. I agree. What's going on with you, Varg? I agree. Um, so that means that our next episode, we will be covering chapters 14 through six, no, not through 16. That would be a tiny episode. <laughs> 14 through 26. Yes. 14 through 26. And that'll get us about halfway through the book or basically halfway through the book. So, yeah. Um, do we want to talk about any questions, thoughts, or predictions that we have going forward? Yes. Prediction. Yeah. Jarl Sigrun is going to stay around forever, but she's going to get like fucked up oh like i predict like she's gonna be a character that's gonna cause problems Mm -hmm. because she's like trying to go with like queen helka and all this stuff but she's gonna be a pain in the ass Mm -hmm. and then at the end like the retribution is gonna be like gross okay like i think she gonna get it i I see where you're at she gonna get it okay i like it um i think (laughs) 
one of my predictions, character we have not talked about yet, uh, in Varg's storyline, when he's with the Bloodsworn, at a certain point he meets like a really young to be Bloodsworn. His oh, name yeah. Is, yeah, his name is Torvik, and I love him. I love him immensely. He's like, he's like, dude, we're going to be brothers. Like, and they're like bonding over that. Mm -hmm. Um, My prediction is that Torvik's going to die. (laughs) (laughs) Right when you mentioned him, I was like, oh, yeah, that guy, he's going to die. He's definitely like, he's too cute and small and Mm -hmm. we love him too much. And he's too innocent. He's too precious for this world. Yeah, he will. He's going to die, which is sad. So um, that's one of my predictions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also predict Varg and Rokia will have some kind of romance. <laughs> At least I hope they do. Smooches. <laughs> um, any other predictions or questions or thoughts? Um, my prediction slash thought is that Orca and Varg have like some sort of power. Mm. Um, that like. I don't know. Something kind of like that. Um, and another prediction is I think Brecca is going to be like they they talk too much about a young 10-year-old boy for him to not have like a major role. Good point. I wonder, I almost wonder if like, you know how there's all these children disappearing and that's a huge part of Orca's story. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to get disappear somehow mm. and that's I would I imagine maybe her quest is is to find her son. Oh yeah, and he's gonna have his little sidekick, um, Vesley, with him. His, his little, little monster. His little guy. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if this is a prediction. It's more of like a fear, actually. Um, <laughs> the the whole part where they're Elvar and Agnar and the Battle Grim are looking for um, Barak, and they run into the troll. Before they find them, mm-hmm. there's a scene where they run into this these like massive cobwebs, and there's like mm-hmm. these animals hanging in these cobwebs, oh, yeah. and someone just goes frost spiders, <laughs> frost spiders. <laughs> like literally, I think it was like maybe I'm just imagining this, but I think the whole sentence was literally frost spiders. And I wrote in my book, I wrote the word no, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yes, and. I, so I suppose my prediction then is we're going to see some frost spiders at some point. I yeah. will not be happy about it. No. I I think I also marked that because I thought it was hilarious that they were just like, oh, that. Okay, bye. E- yep. <laughs> I was like, Wait, back up. There are giant frost spiders. Like, hold on. Yeah. And they were like, no, not right now. Just just, just ignore it. For later. For later. <laughs> we'll bring it out. Just ignore it. <laughs> Don't know. What? <laughs> And yeah. I, I hope we get more of, like, the gods' background and, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, um, oh, I forget the name of the god now, but one of the dragon gods who's, like, supposed oh, to be trapped yeah. in a chamber and um, she eats the souls of dead people as they go through her chamber. Like, it's, like, this lore around her and Elvar's uh-huh. like, I don't believe any of that. Um, and I'm yeah. really interested to hear more about what that. What is her name? I did have it written down. Let's see if we can find it. Yeah, because they mention it a bunch. And yeah, that... Ah, Lickriffa? Yeah, yeah, Lickriffa. Yeah, that... I am super intrigued to see where that goes. She... That sounds like a really interesting god character. Mm -hmm. Like, I... Yeah, I'm really interested in the gods. Like, they, like, quickly mention that there was, like, that battle. I like how we, like, didn't talk about the gods really at all through this whole thing. (laughs) But I think it's because it's, like, there's not a, like, it comes in, like, weird small spurts. Mm -hmm. And then we're, like, that's great. And they move on. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, it's definitely another one of those things where it's, like, you're just supposed to understand. Or there's, like, going to be a point in this book where they go on a long explanation of it like telling the story but yeah they, you're right they like there's the gods and then there's snaka the like giant snake god which is just snaka you say okay because i'm like in my head i go snaka and i'm like this is a terrible name but. i think i say snaka simply to or to not giggle every time because okay. i marked it as a like really like we're gonna call like a badass uh like father of all the gods snaka yes yeah so it must be snaka. which sounds like a really shitty like 90s rapper name <laughs> Like here's snacker. Yeah. 
<laughs> little snacka. I do think the map is really cool that like mm. Snaka's skeleton mm-hmm. is a mountain range. Yeah, that is fantastic. I was like, that brilliant. That is amazing. Agreed. Definitely agreed. Amazing. Oh, and I do as a so there's a character that pops up and I can't remember in whose storyline it is. Mm-hmm. I think it might be Orca's, mm-hmm. maybe, um, of the the foreigners who come. The foreigners. Yeah, there's like a group of them that they are they're from Iskadin, the like land to the south. Mm-hmm. Um and the way they're described is that they at least in my mind, I related them to the Mongols. Oh, okay. Like, um, oh, oh my God, why am I blanking on the like the like Genghis, ma- Genghis Khan? Khan? Thank okay. you. I was like the like one we all know. I was like hesitant to say it because I feel like this is the point in which I say something really dumb, and then you're like, <laughs> no, what are you talking about? So- yes, but I'm the idiot who forgot <laughs> Genghis Khan. Oh my God. <laughs> But yeah, it re- it reminded me of the Mongols and like Genghis Khan, like the way they describe him that their whole head is shaved except for like a ponytail, braided ponytail in the back. Oh, this is I think Vargs. Oh, Vargs. Yeah, I was like I can't remember which chapter it was, but there's like foreigners that come. There's a prince and he's yes. like mm-hmm. give me this guy and um ask what his name? The, the leader of the battle grim. He's like, "Nah, you can't have him." He like we did like blood stuff. So, you know, he's mine. I'm his forever. You can't have him. We did blood stuff. <laughs> so I agree. I think that's really interesting because they, they do seem like a completely different um, group of people. Yeah. And I, I always love when like fantasy authors are trying to get you to picture a person. Um, but since it's a fantasy world, you can't like say like, oh, they were of Asian descent or they were like of African descent. Mm -hmm. Like you have to like come up with words to describe to get that image into people's heads. Mm -hmm. And I really liked how he was doing it because it was like, I still envisioned them as like, you know, part of this like fantasy world, but like have being informed by like the Mongol and like that kind of was neat. I really appreciated Totally. Yeah, I think that'll be really exciting to see where that goes as well, because it seems like there's some tension around giving up uh, whatever that character is that they're trying to fight over. Yeah, and that Iskadin seems like a place that's, like, way more wealthy. Yeah. Yeah, they got, like, tables of food. The Jarl there is like, come one and all and have food and hang out and drink my wine or whatever. Yeah, and the prince is like, this is pathetic and compared to, like, where I'm from. Yeah. And the Jarl was like, yo, bro, this is, like... Heck of nice. Yeah, like chill. And the prince is like, Pfft. yeah, like as an ass. Oh, for sure. Can't wait for him to die. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be great. I think he might be one of those um, characters that's going to annoy us for a long time. Like he's going to be the one where like, can you please die? And yes. And take him like eight books to die. And we're like, yeah, he'll fantastic. be the last one to die. Yeah. <laughs> and right. you're just like, oh, please <laughs> kill him. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think that's a great like. Wrap up? Wrap up and leading into the next set of chapters. I'm thrilled. And we'll do 14 through 16 next time. 14 through 26. Oh, my God. (laughs) You're just like, I just want to not read that much of this book. Well, I think... You know what? I'm not even going to try to explain myself. I Yes. 14 through 26. <laughs> Apparently, I can't numbers today. Can't numbers. I have to numbers all throughout the week. So you do. I can't numbers today. You have to numbers real hard all yeah. the time. Yeah. So. We'll let it slide. When I, on my, in my day job, I do numbers. In my uh, other times, I would rather not. Because I can't. <laughs> I've run out of numbers to have, apparently. I run out at 16. <laughs> That's topping. That's where it is. <laughs> Okay, so do you want to do a real quick, like, uh, I think we're going to call them fuck yeahs and fuck yous, something good, something bad? Yes. I would propose that we start with our fuck you so that we can end on a fuck yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Absolutely. All right. What's, your, what's your fuck you this week? Oh, girl. All right. So I will, I will get through this as fast as I can with giving a little bit of backstory. So um, I'm a high school math teacher. Uh, 
at our at our school we have this thing called advisory which is kind of like a homeroom mm-hmm. or like a tutorial class yeah. but we also give lessons on like SEL so like social emotional learning and we'll do um like women's month we'll talk about you know different figures and it's all, it's all it's kind of a catch all for uh-huh. for things and so this last week our uh lesson was about Arab American month and we were discussing Ramadan because uh-huh. um, I think not many of us, I mean, I certainly don't know much about Ramadan mm-hmm. and the fasting and um, all that culture. And so I get this like email from some co- coworker of, so another teacher who was basically like, well, what about Easter and Passover? And like proceeded to create a lesson that was like about all three, like, so Easter, Passover and Ramadan. And mm-hmm. it's just like, grinds my gears that we can't just like let like let a culture have its thing without having to insert other things Mm -hmm. um especially because like i would say easter i think is a very well-known white centric yeah um, observed holiday and for arab american month you know i don't think many people or maybe i'll just speak for myself i don't know much about ramadan so like uh-huh. can we not be like interrupting like learning this new thing with something that's kind of more white centric like yeah. can we just let that go yeah uh, so that that is my fuck you to the guy who was like we can't just talk about ramadan without also talking about easter and passover like, my guy Right. And then I feel like a lot of those people always like bring like Passover or like Jewish traditions to like, not to like honor Jewish traditions and like the people of like, you know, who are Jews and practicing and all the cultures that go into being a Jew. And like, Mm -hmm. they're like, we're doing it to like bolster Christianity. Right. Not to like honor that and all of its greatness. Like, we're just gonna be like, no, it's helping Christianity. And you're like, just let each thing have its own thing. Yeah. just Just let it. I know. So <laughs> that that is my fuck you. So what is your fuck you for the week? My fuck you is a fuck you to vet bills. Oh. Just a big old fuck you to vet bills. Yeah. I have two kitties and they, Momo and Yuffie, and both of them had decided to just get real sick lately. Like one after the other. One after the other. And I'm just, fuck you to vet bills. Like, yeah. yay vets. But like, yeah. God. I'm really tired of paying a lot of money to vets. It's incredibly expensive. So expensive. I, I'm, I'm sorry. And the babies, the kitties, they're... Yeah, they're getting better. All right. Yeah. Okay. Momo is... Momo's coming around. He's a grump about it, but he's coming around. Aww. But well, yeah. Yeah. Having two dogs. And luckily at this point, we haven't had a vet bill in a while. But yes, I can relate to... Damn. Sometimes... It's like, yeah. are we eating ramen this month? Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because that really hurt. <laughs> You're like, sweet. Let me just dig that out of the budget. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear about that. <sighs> it's okay. They'll be, they're getting better. So it's Good. all positive. Yeah. Tell Momo he's not allowed. He's used up his, uh, his vet bills for the year. Yeah. And one more and he's going to have to, he's going to have to go to work. He's going to have to start supporting this household. He's and- a free loader. <laughs> he brings in no money for the fam. What a jerk. But what's your fuck? Yeah. <laughs> My fuck. Yeah. Is that, um, I will take full credit for manifesting a snow day on Monday. Heck yes. Uh, obviously not. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> but on Sunday it was like, Oh my gosh, it's going to s- snow overnight. Like, I was like, we're going to have a snow day tomorrow for school. They're going to cancel school. We're not going in. This is happening. And I'm just like, I'm just going to manifest this. So I'm like praying to Satan and, you know, all the other. I'm just kidding. I wasn't praying to Satan. <laughs> oh, I don't want Satan. I'm just like in my corner being like, snow day, snow day, snow day. And then lo and behold, we got a snow day on Monday. It was amazing. The whole city was like covered in snow. Portland can't handle like a speck of snow we all just lose our minds and the Mm -hmm. city shuts down and nothing happens um which i'm okay with uh Mm -hmm. so i got to stay home got to play a little bit in the snow with the pups we like made a fire and just hung out and it was just the most magical thing hell yeah yeah i appreciate your manifestation because i also got a snow day hell yeah i'm i'm happy to do it anytime yes yeah manifest more (laughs) i'll work on it i'll work on it what is Um, your fuck yeah my fuck yeah is a fuck yeah to the second season of Bridgerton. 
Okay, girl. A, a hella fuck yeah. Because you, was it you who said that you didn't, like, love the first season? I hate watched the entire first season. Okay. It, oh my god, it made me so mad. I didn't like it at all. Mm-hmm. But I watched all of it. And then the second season came out and a friend of ours was like, you have to watch it. It's so good. It's so cute. And then I watched it and I was like, yes, 100% all day. Yes. It is like the 2005 Pride and Prejudice. Like you do love a good period piece. Girl, I am. (laughs) Period pieces are my lifeblood. (laughs) So a fuck, a big fuck. Yeah. To the second season. I love that. I love that. But yeah. All right. So thanks for tuning in this week. And don't forget your bookmarks and lock the shed door behind you. Bye.